You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark. And guess what? Today is podcast number 400. And my producer, Chad, says that he's never seen another podcast with 400 episodes. So I guess that makes me the crazy one. But anyway, today I am here with a couple of stories to tell you that prove that it's actually wise to listen to that little voice in your head you might just end up saving someone's life. So I'm going to share two stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Miracles and More, that I thought were wonderful examples of why we should follow our gut. And in the first story, Bonnie Campbell tells us that she was on vacation, but a little voice in her head told her that she had left a chore undone at work. She couldn't figure out what it was, but something was telling her that she just had to stop by her office on her way to visit her mother. She worked for a small accounting firm in a strip mall, and her boss ran the accounting firm, and then his wife ran a software company, and they actually shared the office space. So Bonnie would see her boss's wife, Karen, all the time, and their young daughter as well. And in fact, when Bonnie pulled into the parking lot to go to her office while she was on vacation, Karen's daughter, Lisa, was sitting outside the office on the pavement coloring with crayons. Now, this was decades ago, which was when little girls could sit outside their mother's offices and crayon in a coloring book. But Bonnie felt a sense of foreboding when she saw that little girl. She said hello to her, and then she stopped in the bakery next door to buy some bread to take to her mother. And as an afterthought, she bought a black and white cookie for the little girl. And then she took her inside the office to ask her mother if she was allowed to have the cookie. And her mom said yes, so the little girl sat down at one of the desks and started eating her cookie. Moments later, Karen and Bonnie heard a loud crash and the sound of glass breaking, and they ran to the front window, and a driver had lost control of his car and had run up on the sidewalk right where that little girl, Lisa, had been sitting. So... Bonnie never did remember what chore she had forgotten at the office. She never could figure out what had brought her there that day. But it was a great thing that she listened to that little voice in her head and she stopped by her office on her vacation. So Drew Fuller did something that I consider heroic, all because he had the courage to listen to that little voice in his head and take action. But I'll let him tell you how it all started. I just pulled onto Sunset Road with fried chicken from the drive through window going back to work. And um, I heard a voice say, turn around. So I turned around to look in the back seat to confirm that I was, in fact, alone in the car. And 
looked in the rearview mirror. There was a car in front of me and two cars coming toward me, but absolutely nothing behind me. I don't know. I turned on and turned off the radio to make sure that wasn't what I'd heard. So Drew couldn't figure out who had said this to him, but he kept on going, and then it happened again. Well, I was driving east. Um, the cars approaching me were west, and they had just crossed the bridge, and I heard it again, turn around. I noticed a pedestrian on the bridge, and as I crossed the bridge, I realized he was on the wrong side of the handrail. So I turned around and pulled up next to him and got out and asked him if he was thinking about doing what I thought he was thinking about doing, and he said, yes, he was. So... We got into a little bit of a conversation, him telling me what his problems were and me basically taking the point of view that if he killed himself, he wouldn't be able to solve them. And as I was talking, two of Charlotte's finest pulled up behind me and got out and walked up behind him and grabbed him and pulled him off the rail and got him against my car and handcuffed him and searched him and then laid him down on the road. And at that point, I got in my car and went back to work. So Drew doesn't think he's a hero, but I think that he is because I don't think that most people would know how to talk to somebody and keep them talking in time to stop them from committing suicide. So I asked Drew what happened. He got back in his car, he drove to work, but what does he make of all of this? The reason I don't think I'm a hero, by the way, is because I didn't follow through. I don't know what happened to the guy. Um, If I had been a hero, I would have heard a voice of God and easily connected that and the parable of the Good Samaritan. I don't, I should have done more. I don't think I'm a hero. Well, I think you did learn something, which is if you ever hear that voice again, you're going to pay attention to it again. Oh, if I ever hear that voice again, you better believe I'm going to listen to it and do whatever it says. Thank you so much, Drew. So thanks for taking a few minutes to listen to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Come back Friday for more inspiration and storytelling as we warm up those winter days ahead. 